0: Hey guys, Tom Oliver and Sean Quigley here from the podcast, What's Going On Here? You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud,
1: Stitcher, and TuneIn.
0: And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or... Email us at what's going on here Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And welcome, faithful listeners, back to another episode of What's Going On Here. My name is Tom Lurick. To my right is young Mr. Sean Quigley. Sean, uh, hello. Um, How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was see this. I was gonna continue our conversation we just had before we started recording, but uh-huh. I guess it's a weird thing to jump into. Uh-huh. But um, it is. You can get away with a lot of things in the English language that you can't get away with. In America, is easy, but knickers is a good example. Is like even as a child, the idea of children saying, "Oh, can I take a look at your knickers, please?" Yes, I like let's see knickers. It's mm. kind of cute, but in the aunties, yeah, like let me see panties. panties. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> well, this kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold that thought because I'm <laughs> going to come back to that one. <laughs> anyway, welcome to episode nine of uh, what's oh. going on here. Today's episode, and those for you not familiar, real quick recap of what we do: we watch 20 minutes of an episode that's neither of us know, or that's a little well known, whether it's a domestic or foreign. Most of them have been foreign, mm-hmm. to be fair. Shows or movies, and then we watch the middle 20 minutes of said episode or movie, and then we try to figure out what's going on here. Yes. And also, at the same time, we review a local eatery. And some kind of local brew, if we can. Mm. So today's show was called The Gates. Yes. That's on Netflix. And that is either American or Canadian. Simply because of the accents of everyone involved. Um, my guess is a Canadian TV show. Or at least produced in Canada. Interesting. That's my guess. Like Vancouver. Because Vancouver is like one of the uh-huh. hot spots. Maybe. So it's The Gates on Netflix. And our food that we're reviewing is uh, Poncho's Burritos which is a Mexican place over in New Milford uh, at 214 Main Street. They also have a location in Nutley, New Jersey, 204 Franklin Avenue in Nutley, New Jersey. And you had the Chicken Mole Burrito, and I had the Crispy Chicken Burrito, and we each got spicy fries. Mm -hmm. And our brew, which is the big Real Review star, basically, Mm -hmm. that we have, is local beer, not quite as local as... One would think, because it's made in Delaware. It's to be precise, Milton, Delaware. But a lot of people know this beer, Dogfish Head. Very popular with the IPAs. they got the 60-minute IPA, the 90-minute IPA. And this is Dogfish Head Midas Touch Ancient Ale, which is made with barley, honey, white muscat grapes, and saffron. Mm. And it is 9% ABV. So we will be test-sampling that, and I am pouring mine right now just to see the color. Oh, and that is a lovely color. I'll listen to that. I'm gonna... Closer to the microphone, like that. Yes, that. Yes. Oh, it's a golden, deep golden amber color, and it's completely clear. Mm-hmm. Your impressions, Mr. Quiggin? it looks promising oh wow well, that's nice very smooth mm.
1: that is that is quite smooth i was mm. expecting it to be a little uh, more complex just with all the things it said in it but it's very smooth
0: very smooth very nice. Oh, and it's nine percent. Nine percent. Wow. Ooh,
1: for nine percent. That's maybe that's maybe the smoothest nine percent anything
0: I've ever had. That's what I'm saying. It's oh, a very very nice transfer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because you think you're like drinking a regular like little. Mm. It's a little bit sweet. Mm. There's. A, it's got a little sweet taste to it, but um, and and I guess it's it, because of the honey. It's a little bit meadish in its taste, right? Yeah, it is. This it's kind of meadish, yes, um, and and it's like I said, it's kind of sweet, but not over, not cloyingly so. Mm. And it's got good carbonation; it's not too crazy. And like I said, gorgeous color, and it just goes down really easy. Mm.
1: I didn't even realize there was mead until actually when I got married. Somebody, a um, guest at my wedding, mm-hmm. it was a chef. Very, very, very good chef. He mm-hmm. um, has his own restaurant in London. Uh, and he... Um, that's not a name drop or anything. It's mm. just like... We were friends. He, he, when I knew him in college, when he was studying culinary arts or whatever, okay. he just happened to be very good and he's now gone on and he's, you know, Big restaurants and stuff. And he—he, um, he, we got the best gifts from him. Because okay. like, we got like this cast iron skillet. And... Ah. Um, and he also got us, he, we had this big mason jar that he filled with all the requisite ingredients to make his restaurant's signature um, cornbread. Aha, okay. Uh, not all the ingredients, but like the base ingredients. Right. So You need to add like, I don't know, buttermilk in. Egg Right, 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 right. right. Uh, we still haven't made it actually from there because we're too intimidated because we don't want to screw it up. Because we went to a restaurant <laughs> and tasted it and we're like, like that's, that's amazing. Exactly. Now how are we going to make that? <laughs> in our kitchen. And he said, like, I did everything for you. I put it all in the jar. You just have to put it together. I'm like, uh, I don't Ooh, think that's <laughs> how a corporate just put it together. It comes. Yeah. But he he bought me he meat and I looked and I was like, I laughed. I was like, meat? Like, is that still like the meat? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, seriously? And then when I tried it, I expected it to taste like beer. And I, I remember I was very confused yeah. at first. And then the second time I had it was at the Renaissance Fair. Okay. Where everyone's drinking it. And yeah. It's a very confused I, I, I like it. It's a confusing taste. If anyone's not had meat before, which I imagine is a
0: fair few people. Probably. You know, it's. Um... Actually, I don't think I've ever had proper meat. You've never had meat? Mm. No. Hmm. I think this is as close to meat as I've gotten. Oh, you should! I've had ciders aplenty yeah. and lambics and things like, like that.
1: that. It's nothing like that. I've never had meat. We need to have a medieval themed podcast. Okay. Where we can get some meat.
0: You know what? That's actually brilliant. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go to the Ren Fair, uh-huh. and then come back and and review the Ren Fair. Yep. What do you think? Sounds good to me. We should probably bring our guitars and just like start like. Scenes. Or what I always wanted to do mm-hmm. is dress up in Star Trek uniforms and just like <laughs> run the tricorders over everybody, <laughs> <laughs> just be like, we've encountered a primitive civilization. <laughs> that would be pretty good. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That
1: is great. Oh, that, but you could even bring big old like uh, big old sticks and try and fight, try and <laughs> instigate <laughs> fights. That's <Yes>, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: we, we must b- fight b- each b- other. B- <laughs> 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 bum, 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 bum. <laughs> yeah. You so should do that. Yeah, that's great.
0: <laughs> but, um, so, yes, the the Midas Touch, you know, and today we figured we started to, inst- we're going to institute a new rating system, uh-huh. and we're going to give it five stars, basically. Mm-hmm. A five-star rating system, and we're going to rate it, you know, three and a half, three and a quarter, three and three quarters, four, four and a quarter, etc., cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Just so that it's not just like, well, it's brilliant, it's great. It's, well, how good is it really? Is it really tasty? Is it a four? Is it a five? Is it a three and a half? Mm-hmm. Because as far as I'm concerned, anything above a three is pretty much edible. Oh, yeah. You know?
1: I mean, a two is edible. Come
0: on. A two is edible. I mean, what's the Taco Bell? <laughs> well, well, Taco Bell is probably... <sighs> Taco Bell is probably like one and three quarters to two. But you know what that is? Uh-huh. And this is going to sound so sexist. <laughs> it's, it's like, but it shouldn't, actually it applies in both directions. I don't think it's sexist. It's whatever your sexual preference is, mm-hmm. there's that person, there's that girl, if you're heterosexual and you're a guy, or there's that guy, if you're, you know, homosexual and a guy, that's not quite very good looking, uh-huh. but, and so it's like maybe a six and a half or a seven, mm-hmm. but the personality like brings it up to a nine because there's oh, okay. so much fun to be around. Yeah. And that's Taco Bell. Ah. So Taco Bell is like a one and three quarters, but the guilty pleasure and just like the ease of like getting it. And you know, Uh the fact that you can get like a Taco Bell box for $4 or $5 or whatever it is, that guilty pleasure brings Taco Bell up into the threes, I think. Uh,
1: Taco Bell for me, before I came over here, was one of these very exciting things. Um, They even (laughs) opened up a Taco Bell in my local town, um, which was very exciting. became very popular. Mm -hmm. We were like the... uh, we're like the, the, what's the word? It's like the, the test point for all the American stuff. Well, they've opened, they've opened their Dunkin' Donuts. Really? Ta- well, it's actually a city. we are having Dunkin' Donuts there. And they wouldn't do the test a point Taco, in London? Taco Bell, That's ah, too risky. It's cost too much, ah, that's um, true. but we're near London, We're mm. right near it. We are getting five guys, like, shoving it all there. Right. Um, Taco Bell went the camera, so exciting, so amazing. And then I come here. And it's very interesting because it's brand new Taco Bell in England, like brand new. Mm. My people never seen it, they open it. It's it's like if you look back in like archive footage of the fifties when they first opened like McDonald's or Burger Kings, and you're like, people are smiling and having fun, and they're like, yeah, this, this is, is amazing, just amazing. Right, right, right. And then I come to America, and it's like, oh, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like a Terminator Three. <laughs> it's okay. like, oh, what's happened? <laughs> All the smiley faces of the young people has been replaced by like pudgy grey haired, like you know, like the, the, the guy who, when he was 17 with a hot girl in the corner smiling on roller skates, is yep. not moved and now he's 400 pounds and he's sitting there and he's got no He's got one tooth left. <laughs> he's got that, he's graffiti everywhere. Yep. And what makes it even worse is half of the fucking things are combined with KFC, yes. which I don't understand. No,
0: I, I, I don't either. I
1: just, I just feel like I'm judged by the people behind there. <laughs> Because I'm like, have I got a KFC guy or a Takabu guy? Right. And right. I feel very judged. And then I know I got a KFC guy because I'm like, uh, can I have like a Ch- Ch- Chalupa Libre uh, Quib- quibo Salsa Bites Box Combo? <laughs> and he's like, what? what One number is it? number? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're not a Bell guy. I've got a KFC guy. Here. Great. <laughs>
0: And this is the other way, you, have, you know, you come to America. There's a really, like, disturbingly high ratio of a colostomy bags per customer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's what way you know. Well,
1: <laughs> I... Mmm. I... I, I Takaba, poor Takaba. I mean, it's, it's like... It sounds Ameri- it's like a microcosm for America, or American values. It's like everything looks so great on the menu. You know, the pictures, and it looks so exotic and diverse mm. and... Big and bold, and when you get it, it's just like mush and sludge.
0: Yeah, it's um. I had a bunch of friends from uh, New England hmm. that moved to the area, and they were all excited about like White Castle because White Castle oh. is a very New York area thing. Oh, did know that. And then, then finally, when they tried it, and it was like my friend was like, "Oh, I finally tried a White castles I was like, "Oh, murder burgers!" He was like. <laughs> They're awful. I'm like, yeah, I could have told you that. They're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> why did you have them? He's like, because everyone talks about... It. And there's always, like, that high percentage of people, like, White Castles are awesome. Yeah, that's because you smoke, like, a half a pound of marijuana. <laughs> that's why it's awesome. You can't taste anything because your mouth is numb. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, there's, I mean, White... Car- there's a great White Castle and uh Right near Penn Station. must be, uh, well, I don't know, 33rd Street or something like that. Mm. 33rd and 7th, something like that. And it's... Um, it's like the perfect place if what you really desire is cuisine and also somewhere that you can both rest and urinate (laughs) in the same spot all at the same time (laughs) whilst not being scared of prosecution (laughs) right because there are police sitting at the next table you're just
0: Ignoring everything. This is so Normal. small. Yes. On the, the no, list there, of things they need to worry about. Yes. On the list of things they need to worry about, this is absolute minimum. Yeah. Yes. It, it's, it's perfect for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Such as fast food, my friend. Yeah. To quote Chun from uh, Reva Williams, The Adventure Begins, you know why they call it fast food? Because it speeds you on your way to the right? Wow, you didn't expect a Rainbow Women's quote today. No, you? I didn't. I did not. <laughs> so, anyway, so <clears throat> I guess we'll do the ratings on the food and uh, later, to, to when we wrap up, while we discuss the gates. Uh, yeah. Or you want to do it now and get it out of the way?
1: I don't know. This is all new. It's all very new to me. It, it is, is. I kind of, know I kind of sprung this you. I'm still marching away.
0: You. I, I sprung this to, to be fair. I sprung this on Quigley, like when he showed up. It was like, you know what? We're gonna add a rating system, mm. like a five star rating system, and we're gonna do that. Yeah. And you, of course, being very British and agreeable, said, "Oh yes, okay. Yes, oh yes, jolly good, jolly good. That Perfectly sounds great. Fine. Yeah, perfect." Fine. So I almost had to call like Michael Caine to get an honest British answer, but you know, yeah. I didn't. No, no, that's
1: fine. Yes, like,
0: yes. Maybe we should start, a, you know, an online presence of people,
1: fans, that they can get in contact with us by social media yes. or something and maybe I don't know hashtag TeamQuig. If you feel like maybe I'm, you know I'm I'm put upon as the Brits, maybe I'm Oh, st- stood I don't maybe maybe oh, I need a
0: team I, of people. Oh, you're feeling persecuted. Perhaps. Perhaps. Okay, well people, there you go. Um, if you are in Team <laughs> Quig, hashtag Team Quig, put it on our Facebook page. Or email us at uh, what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. And just, you know, if you're for Team Quig, just hashtag Team Quig. And if you're not, you know, just ignore us like you've been doing most <laughs> of so, Yeah, so far, there's so a lot of people far. on your team. <laughs> there's no people on <laughs> my team. I don't have a team. I post all these things. It's like, you've reached four people. Thanks, Facebook. Oh, I'm yeah. glad I reached four people.
1: <laughs> Although I did have a friend of mine from England who I haven't spoken to in a while. I was speaking to the other day. And he he mentioned on, on Facebook. He said, "Oh, I've been listening to the podcast. It's really good. We love it." And you I, know, I hadn't even said anything to control. I before.
0: meant to tell you that because um, UK has been representing this last week. Nice. We had eight listens out of the UK. <laughs> eight, that, my I mean, friend, who that
1: is eight. Why can I can account for one of them. I don't know the other seven. Interesting. Uh, uh, two
0: different towns. Two different towns. Two different towns. Wait, I can, wish it I, tells I could. Two towns. Yeah, 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 you can look up the stats, like what the towns are and everything. Ooh, wow, countries, cool. towns. We, it's actually a very polyglot variation that we have. Uh-huh. We probably have been listened to at least once mm-hmm. in, and it might be just for three seconds, I don't know. Yeah, In at least like a dozen countries. Ooh. So I, uh, off the top of my head, US, UK, Canada, Portugal, mm-hmm. Singapore... Nepal, Brazil. uh... Is Germany on there? I don't know if Germany's on. Oh, he watched
1: Turkey. Germany, Turkey.
0: No. Uh, I think there's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so the 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 uh, border town, which my father-in-law apparently watches. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. But, um, yeah, I don't know if we, we've gotten, we get quite the polyglot, the U.S. is obviously the dominant one, yeah. but... Um, I wonder how many
2: people
1: are from a different country, down on the focus, whatever, and then realize it's in English and then, Because I, I can't imagine there's too many people that, that specifically review foreign language things that does get the
0: language. Yeah, but you know, it, it's being someone who grew up in a country where English was not the primary language is mm-hmm. very different. Mm because English is, is so ubiquitous, mm-hmm. and do, I, I mean, what do you exactly blame it on? Do you blame it on, the, on Great Britain, for spreading the language basically all across the globe, or do you blame it on modern air travel because all pilots are taught American English, and communications are all done through English that way, for whatever reason that was the standard that was accepted.
1: I feel like it has to be colonialization. I feel like it has to be the British Empire. Well, it, it kind of has
0: to be simply because, God, look at all the places they colonize, right? Mm. Half of Africa, uh, 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 big chunks of Asia, you know, North America, <laughs> Australia, New Zealand. So well, that
1: goes both ways. I mean, a lot of modern-day English is derived from Latin. Well, yes.
0: Well, I, well that's the, that's I think that's the thing that a lot of people that aren't privy to English schooling systems don't realize that. There are so many like French terms Mm. in the English language. There are so many Latin terms in the English language. There are so many. I mean it's a bit of a hodgepodge really. Mm -hmm. It is. You know. I guess most people are just very laissez-faire on their
1: their linguistic...
0: Uh, Oh, 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 Bonsoir! Bonsoir Monsieur Quigley! Bonsoir! (laughs) Mm -hmm. Very nicely done! I like it very much! (laughs) Very much! But anyway, so we're reviewing the show The Gates Mm. and um, this is like I said I think a show Either a US-produced show or a Canadian-produced show, like a Vancouver kind of... Or maybe even Toronto, I don't know. And this was a documentary, by <laughs> No, it was not a documentary. Uh, this was The Gates. wasn't
1: one of those flying wolves, like a Jersey Shore sort of thing? <laughs> yeah. like, like,
0: like a, a Big Brother? No. Mm. No, it wasn't, Like the real housewives of... <sighs> you know what, and now critics. that you're saying it, I think it might have been... Mm. Like the real werewolves of... Jersey City or something like, like that.
1: that. Yeah, the rear world of a vampire town. A vampire. Colorado.
0: This, right. The show <laughs> is about a gated community, and there's a new sheriff in town, and there's two kids. Hmm. But actually, we don't know any of that, because when we, we got into the 20 minutes, yeah, the show opened up in a classroom, and there's a guy and a girl talking, and you can already see they're either really good friends or they're an item, and it's like a high school.
1: You are so good at this. I, 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 can, this is what my wife said when she came to the podcast. She couldn't believe how well you managed to like <laughs> internalize internalize <it> all. <laughs> everything. You but that's, a, that's my freaking job for the podcast. What else do I, what I know? To do? Like, if you said to me before, if like you know, you should just for, for a laugh next time, you should just be like, okay, sure, summarize what <laughs> happens and then see how, what you can. I can make of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I am. I like uh, <laughs> Alright, next week it's next, you, man. Next week, try to out. <laughs> yeah, so a so couple are talking and they're saying something to a teacher, some subject, mm-hmm. and I'm not quite sure what because we're digging literally like, we're like horses with a frigate at the trough. We're just like chowing down on the delicious food. Yeah. And then the guy, one guy says, oh, well, and he's kind of smart and he tells them, and the teacher says, yes, that's correct. And the girl's impressed with him. Mm-hmm. But the guy is not too happy about it. Mm -hmm. Which kind of leads you to believe like, oh, that's obviously his girlfriend. And he doesn't like who the hell the newbie thinks he is. to, You know, come in on my territory and Mm piss on my tree, so to speak. Yeah. And then we went from there to the lovely lady. And she is, looks like she's decanting some wine. Yes. And there's a guy coming up, pulling up at home. And he's trying to operate the garage door opener. And there's a truck in the garage. And it looks like it's a little bit beat up. The truck. Uh And she's nervous about it now. And she's decanting. Which at this point it's obviously blood. So we already encountered our vampire. Uh And right now we think she's only the vampire. And this is the part that bothers me. So she's decanting the blood. And she's trying to hurry up before he gets in the house. Whoever this guy is. And the way it led up, because of course we do not know anything else before, I'm thinking she's trying to hide the fact that she's a vampire from him. Mm-hmm. And he's her human husband. Yeah, But she's a gorgeous woman, very pretty, dark features, beautiful. And she's clumsily spilling wine all over the place, and she just can't do it fast enough. Mm. Which bothers the shit out of me because she's a vampire and you know she will clear three miles in like 20 seconds but she can't figure out how to pour fucking blood into a goddamn bottle without <laughs> spilling it all over the place and before her husband gets in the goddamn house. How does that happen? Well... Is this just like a clumsy of an oaf vampire woman that's just hot and she's just stupid? So, let's see Look. Okay. She, yeah.
1: She's a vampire. Though. Okay. She's a woman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow, it's a, good thing. it's a good thing young Emily's not here
0: right now. Because that would have been preceded with a big slap. <laughs> Emily would have pulled a Rick James eye and was like, what the five fingers say to her face, slap? Yes, okay, notwithstanding young Sean Quigley's European views on women. Yeah, that, that kind of bothered me. So, and then she comes in. And this is obviously a husband Mm. and he's sniffing white wine and she comes up from behind him and touches him and hugs him and loves on him and they kind of make it look like she's gonna jump him and like chew on his neck right
1: yeah
0: Yeah. doesn't happen she's loving on him and he goes and he starts sniffing the wine and he's looking suspicious Mm. and she's like what it smells fine what's the matter and it's like "Uh oh Mm -hmm. the fact that you're saying it smells fine you know, if you're going to call a bluff like that and pretend nothing's wrong, you don't ad-lib nervously. No. That's just like, rookie mistake number one. You just like, let him sniff the wine and then you go and do whatever you're going to do. You go to the bathroom take a dump, whatever. upside you know? yeah. he- down. Whatever a vampire does in their free time, right? Yeah. And so now we're like, hmm, and he's looking kind of suspicious, and then, voila, we are uh, uh, presented with he grabs her by the throat and throws her up against like a piece of furniture mm-hmm. and then proceeds to stick his fingers in her mouth and like spread her mouth open and literally just like sticks his nose in her mouth and starts sniffing. Hmm. And he either said, what is it or where is he? I'm not sure what it was. Where I think he said, where is he? Because Or where is it? I don't remember now. Because he was obviously smelling the blood. So he's a vampire too. This is where we find out he's a vampire too. Yeah, And at this point, she's obviously either killed somebody or, or, you know, done something that she wasn't supposed to. And she's trying to play it off with her husband vampire by giving them some white wine. Which is like, really? You're going to give a vampire white wine? That's like, come on. You might as well just kick a dude in the nuts. That's, that's <laughs> like so rude. Everybody knows that. Yeah. And then from there, we go to... Did it go to the police station and the sheriff...
1: Uh, I think so, it must have done, because he was in it more than anyone, yes. so it must be time for him to have been in it.
0: Yes. And the sheriff is in there, and he's a new sheriff, so mm-hmm. this is our, like, uh-oh, this is where the trouble starts, there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. And there's two of his closest deputies, and they're giving each other surreptitious glances whenever he, like, asks them to do something. And in this case, it was like a warrant, because mm-hmm. they're looking for somebody who's missing, and the connection is, oh, this is the truck that was in the vampire's garage. That's who they're looking for. Mm-hmm. From there, did it go to his wife or to the kid in school? Either one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They show a woman, which we don't quite yet know that that's his wife. And she's in a shop and some woman's telling her, oh, let's give you Wolf'sbane," Bane. And we're like, Oh. oh. Yeah. She must be the werewolf mm. because she's giving wolf's bane. That's our little hint. Mm. And then um, it goes to the school, and the kid, the new kid, the newbie kid, is approached by the girl after class, and she's basically pumping his ego and seeing how smart he is that he figured that out. Whatever was in class, and he should come onto the debate team. And her boyfriend is looking from the side, and he's not very happy. Yeah. And then. I think from there, they go to back to the police officer's house. And that's when you find out the new sheriff, that's his son. He has a daughter. And his wife was the woman that the other woman offered Wolf's vein to. Yes. Right? I remember
1: that. That makes sense.
0: Yes. And then the next day is like school and his football field. And the guy from the beginning of the scene, from the beginning where we watched, whose girlfriend is interested in newbie. It's
1: pretty much exactly the scene from Greece. Almost, yes. Yeah. Where, like, Danny's, Danny Zugo. Yeah, there's, like, the jockish guy used in football, and Danny's, like, on the track, like, walking in. And, and yes, like
0: almost, except this guy's going to, like, the debate squad.
1: Yeah, via the track.
0: Via the track, yeah. It's, it's just a nerdier version of Greece, you're right. Mm. Except yeah. it's with, like, werewolves and vampires. Mm. And then we find out, and then, like, one of the guys taunts. The boyfriend, and says, oh, you like the new guy hitting on your girl? And his surprise, eyes turn a little bit yellow. And that's when we realize, oh, he's a werewolf. He mm. gets a bit grumbling. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes, and I was half expecting Teen Wolf. And he's going to get all hairy all of a sudden. Just gore up. Yeah, that guy. Yes, something and then really like the testing. guy, like, right, the guy, <laughs> the, the guy picks up the ball and he's running a pattern, and the dude with the yellow eyes knocks him out cold because he tackles him so hard. Uh-huh. And the coach grabs him by the helmet and says, In my office right now. And he slaps him on the head while the guy still has yellow eyes, and the coach doesn't react to it. Which kind of leads me to believe that the coach must be Were like. Are they on a, the same side or something? You, it's, yeah, you yeah it's the same It's the same high school.
1: No, no, but like, yeah, he did an amazingly crazy... Yeah, but it's practice.
0: practice. You don't tackle your star player like that in practice. Oh, I see. Because you're you're want to kill the guy before the game on Sunday. Yes, yeah. It's, you know, like in football, there's no sliding tackles in scrimmage. You know, because you don't want to take out someone's ankle and then they can't play. Mm. Yeah, so that's what that was. Okay. And then... The newbie, or the sheriff's son, is in an auditorium with the werewolf's girl, and she's giving him a lie detector test, only to find out that he's really nervous around her, and he really has a thing for her, and she thinks it's kind of cute, and at first she doesn't believe it, because she's kind of nerdy too, but she oh, thinks yeah, it's Oh yeah, because it's a whole
1: thing, like, her little nerdier friend, have Devised this idea of building a light detector test to out make of a laptop money. and a couple of electrodes. Yeah, yeah. And it would make them lots of money because everyone wanted to do it. And they're like, who's going to do that? Who did to good work? And he
0: was like the test subject. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. That's right. So you got all of that. Yeah. I must have been drinking beer at that point. Didn't yeah. I? Didn't catch <laughs> <all> that. <laughs> that was it. I got that bit. I was like, all yeah, right. okay.
1: Understood that. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's all light detector. Which we then started saying about how light detector said Completely unreliable. Very 2010 being cool. You wouldn't see lie detectors in anything now. No. Who cares about lie detectors?
0: No. Unless it's Wolverine, because you could smell mm. them in your lie. Well, it I mean,
1: wasn't even a polygraph. That's the thing, Like lie detectors, we know the polygraphs. It wasn't that, it was some other thing. Yeah, it was they all used electronic li- like, and she literally it.
0: put two leads on him and it was just like... Just
1: on his fingertips. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's the secret to everything is in your fingertips. It is. When like a real polygraph all over the place. So, yeah. so,
0: so you know, which leads you to believe that if you pick your nose, you'll throw off that polygraph because it's got bigger <laughs> boogers on your fingers, and yeah, yeah. Mm. So, and then from there, you go back to the pol- no. Then you go to the vampire couple.
2: Mm.
0: Oh, the sheriff comes with a couple of cops to interview the vampire couple about somebody there. And the wife starts answering some questions and then the husband starts answering for her.
1: Do we know why they can...
0: Because they're looking for the guy in the truck that's in their garage.
1: There's a, what, there's a guy in the truck in the garage?
0: Yes, because that's the blood that the wife was pouring off. Ah. Yes. Okay. And that's, that's the whole thing. There's a missing persons case. It was a contractor. And oh. the contractor's missing, but we think the contractor was doing work on Mrs. Vampire's house and she decided to like have a snack with him Mm -hmm. and you know and then hmm and then they're interviewing and the sheriff is right away suspicious the wife meets uh somewhere i guess met mrs vampire and thought she was lovely Mm -hmm. the blonde woman gave her some herbs and she thought like oh she gave them to me for free and the husband's like you know you're the sheriff's wife you shouldn't be accepting gifts Which, right on sheriff, exactly right, she should Mm -hmm. not be accepting anything from anybody in town because it could be considered bribery. Yes. As an officer of the law, you're not supposed to accept anything. No. So, from there, they're having dinner and he gets a call, the sheriff, right, about something suspicious going on. In the meantime, Mr. and Mrs., oh, oh, earlier in the day, Vampire Boy is like walking through the neighborhood, um, alone, and some guy, one of the kids on the bike shows up all tough, and they square up and say, whenever you want to run, man, you let us know we're gonna run. And he says, it's illegal to run in the gates. Which, oh, okay, here's a realization. Everybody in town knows there are vampires and werewolves, Uh except for the sheriff. Yeah. Because it's a gated community, hence why it's called the gates. And I guess we don't know what happened to the previous sheriff. Maybe no. addressed in the, the previous sheriff is quote unquote. No, no, they say it at one point that he's retired and in Mexico. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Which the new sheriff is probably going to find him in his garden at some point during the season. Mm. I'm guessing. When he finally realizes what's going on in the town.
1: Yeah, nobody just chooses to go to Mexico. <laughs> and to retire. No.
0: No, no, no. no. Except for, what's his face? Uh, from Van Halen. Sammy Hagar. Oh, yeah? Because he's got a bar down in Cabo. Oh. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, nowadays, most American expats either go to Belize, mm-hmm. because it was a British colony, or... Panama, or Ecuador, or Costa Rica. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. In Panama, because they accept dollars, basically, as a currency. Uh-huh. In Belize, because it's English-speaking and tropical. And there's so many expats now, like in Ecuador and, and uh, 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 Costa Rica, that people just like show up and it's like, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm from Indiana. Oh. And Costa
1: Rica is like 10 feet of the. States
0: in a way. You don't need, need a visa or something. It's like a weird thing. No. It's his own country. It is. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. They probably have really easy visa restrictions simply because of the tourism. I'm I'm say, say, I remember
1: when I, when I was going into immigration, we were looking for somewhere to go on honeymoon. Uh-huh. And one that we are considering in Costa Rica because it was something, because I wasn't allowed to leave the States. Ah for how long it was mm-hmm. during this period of time. It was quite a long time. So six, six, six months to a year. Six months to a something like that. And mm. then Costa Rica seemed like it was one of those that online it was like a kind of like a mm, people do get away with it.
2: Uh-huh. I, don't yeah. know. I don't know. Well, I, I spoke know. to my
1: lawyer here and he was like, no. But <laughs> <laughs> He was just being, you know, airing on the side of caution. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just don't. No, You could have done to Puerto Rico. The government tends not to take favorably when people try and rewrite it or or like try and get one No, well Which I like, mean
0: yeah, they're kinda of hard asses that yeah, but so. Yeah. So you're gonna to Puerto Rico or the US Virgin Islands. Puerto
1: Rico. Oh yeah. they're still quite expensive I think. Yeah. yeah. Costa is cheap. I remember looking it up because it kinda of has a bit of everything it's cheap. Yeah. But it, it has like it has beaches mm-hmm. and it also has like jungle. Like rainforest. Of course, yeah. Rainforest. It's a rainforest and country. Yeah, yeah. And like, resorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of everything. Yeah. And That's it's why it's cheap. very popular.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, back to the gates. Yeah. So, you see a bunch of kids on BMXs and they're all supposed to be werewolves. And he says, you should come running with us. And he says, running's illegal in the gates. He says, yeah, I know, but not outside the gates, man. It's like ooh, dangerous werewolves going around the suburbs, chasing down raccoons and possums. I don't know what they're chasing down in the middle of the night. Maybe occasional human, I guess, and killing them. Maybe I, I, don't, know. I don't know. But it was definitely. It sounded really badass. And and it showed him, show them and he was like in a sleeveless t-shirt, and you know you're like, wow, he's a badass, and then. If you've ever been on a movie set, you realize he's like five, six, and maybe 150 pounds. There's really not anything a whole lot badass about him, except for he's Mm -hmm. slim. You know? (laughs) Yeah. So that's the only thing. And then from there, the sheriff is trying to get a warrant to search the vampire's house. Yeah. And the two, his two like head deputies, whatever, giving each other the surreptitious glances Mm -hmm. to tell him, Sorry, sheriff. Yeah, the DA is not giving you that. Mm. And now he decides he's going to take matters into his own hands. Yeah, and he goes to the rich vampire's house, which the, the the male the husband had said he's a CEO of a biotech company, which was very ominous sounding in of itself just there. Yeah. And the minute the sheriff opens up a door, Mrs. Vampire wakes up the one that was really clumsy and couldn't get the wine in the bottle like fast enough. Mm-hmm. And then she glides across the air to the balcony on the second floor and dives off of it and lands without making a sound really quickly. But mm-hmm. she couldn't get the fucking blood in the bottle yeah. quick enough to like hide things up. Yeah, yeah. that's what bothered me. Well, so,
1: what I think he's always interesting as well is in movies and TV shows or productions of a certain budget, how people that fly through the air, in the way that she did, uh, fly exactly the same, whether they're Vampire Lady in the Gates, or Peter Pan in a, like, you know, theatrical production of Peter Pan. Yes. It's the same. It is the same. It's the same. You can almost hear the... The cable. Coming up, down. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, sure, chair and I think of it, and this happens a lot in, I guess, to film or whatever, but... It's like, he only just graduated from sheriff school or something, like, even, I mean, I'm not. I, see, he's he's trying to get information, or he's trying to get a lead or something, so that he can get a warrant, or whatever he's trying to do.
0: But and he goes to break into their house.
1: Yeah, which instantly makes everything, anything that they could possibly find there, could find unusable. four dead bodies in mm. the house the next day and everything is inadmissible in hell. Inadmissible, absolutely. Because no. he just turns up on the property and starts to around
0: around. That's right, and yeah, I forgot. I think that was explained because some rich dude came into the sheriff's office mm. to talk to him about like, oh, did the contractors install the pool, did they finish, blah blah blah, because this is, I guess, the head developer for the gated community, mm. and he said, I, you don't answer to me, he says to the sheriff, but you answer to the town council. And do I have to tell him? I told him that you're a good guy, blah, blah, blah. So obviously he has a history of going outside, quote-unquote, the law to get what he needs to get. Mm. And he, he lays that threat in. And I think that's our leading it into why the sheriff is doing that. Yeah. And that's what I think was going on there. Mm. And then of course the husband shows up because the wife is now like really like primed and teeth are showing and she's going to like suck the sheriff's you know what off and, and um, just drain them of blood. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the husband shows up and basically kind of catches the sheriff and the sheriff uses the lame excuse like, oh, we heard uh, we got calls of a, uh, a burglar mm. and I came to investigate. I was like, well, why are you investigating in the house? and not out of the house and then the body part kind of lets him go and meanwhile she's back there and he knows that she's just like aching to like eat the sheriff yeah and then they go and they get disposed of the body what i didn't understand is like and, and the husband like mm-hmm. is, uh, brings a truck to like a pond, a lake, something. Yeah. And then chows on the neck and the wife is all pissed off why he got to ch- you know, chew on the neck and she didn't. Mm-hmm. And he said I had to make it look like it was wolves. Yep. So he's like trying to frame the werewolves, I guess. huh. But what the part that I didn't get was like when they had her on camera where she drove through and she gave like a security guard like home baked goods oh, like snickerdoodles see. or something. I didn't see that. Which I don't know why what was that all about? How long have they had this body? Is he's been dead the whole time? Yes, the, the entire twenty minutes we've been there, he's been dead in the garage, I guess. And more than a day, at least. Guess. Yeah, and like the twenty minutes that we watched was over the course of two days. And, and again, this vampire is like you're out from vampire school.
1: Like, hey, you can make it look like wolves. What? You're going to make it look like wolves came across a long dead body and decided to have a chow? Like, I mean, it's not about if you're trying to make it look like he was killed by wolves that's not going to work because anyone would be able to see that he was already dead. And here's the thing time. that kills me. It's like,
0: okay, so you have this like nice new giddy community. There's not an incinerator anywhere. You couldn't throw the body in an incinerator because, you know, they can't find the one throwing in an incinerator mm-hmm. and then get rid of the ashes. Yeah. It's very, and like you said, here's a 500-year-old vampire. You really don't know how to dispose of a body. Really? Yeah. Come on. Stop. You've been around for 500 years because you know how to hide shit really well. Put them in the bottom of without ponds. Or feed them to pigs. Turkish, even knew that, did not they? <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Turkish. Never, never fuck with a man with his own pig farm, Turkish.
2: <laughs>
1: How do they not know that? I don't know. I don't. I don't.
0: I don't, I don't, know. I don't know what they're playing. Yeah, it's like they're. they're uh... Yeah. It's. So. Hmm. I guess the overall scheme is. Oh, and we forgot actually uh, uh, the third storyline. The woman who gave the sheriff's wife the wolf's bane, the blonde woman, uh, which yeah, we yeah, assumed yeah. was a werewolf, uh-huh. another woman comes in. What are you doing? Why are you giving her tea? And then you find out these yeah. are the witches in the and community. Yeah, they're the witches. They're the witches. So uh-huh. we have werewolves, witches, and vampires in one community. Yeah. And basically, what it turns into is Hotel Transylvania. So I'm waiting for Adam Sandler to, like, make a cameo anytime mm. soon, and they go, blah, blah, blah. And it's very progressive
1: because it, it looks like the white witch is like into black magic, whereas the black witch is it's like the white witch. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It is very progressive, you're right, yeah. I love the idea of people watching at home being like, oh my god, it's the opposite of what you think <laughs> it should be. <laughs> Oh my god. Come in here. Shandine. Honey, Shandine, come. come in here. Come in here. You will not believe it. That Honey guy,
0: That oh man, She's a good one. She's the good one. She's the good one. You never saw that come. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness.
1: Oh. Only on TV. Only right? on television. because That's mm-hmm. nonsense.
0: Only in Canada. <laughs> Yeah, those damn Canada, Canada socialist commies. <laughs> that's what they get for doing that. Yeah, but to be fair
1: to the the um, the black actress who um, was was the only non white person I remember seeing in the show. <laughs> the only one. She was.
0: Um, oh no, no, that's not true. Uh, the um, the uh, one of the deputies. Oh yeah. That was still enrolling the sheriff. The woman. She was either Latina, or maybe even East Indian, or... No uh, I didn't notice. She was a woman of colour.
1: Well, I was going to say, the White Witch, mm-hmm. even though she seems to be the only, one of the very few ethnically diverse people in the show, she was a very bad actress, so that kind of evened out any... Uh, yes,
0: and, and I mean... But that was a theme that went through most of the show. The show, yeah, it, I, the acting was horrible on most of the show. Um, and we even said it. What's the actor's name who was Crossbones in in the Marvel movies? Frank Grillo. Fr- right, Frank Griel. And I turned to Sean and I actually said, "Well, it's no wonder he got the roles in Civil War mm. and and because uh, it was uh, actually no, he, he didn't even have that much of a role in Civil War. He had the role in in uh, Winter the Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. And I turned to Sean and I said, "Like, well, there's a reason he got those roles because his acting is." head and shoulders above literally everyone else in the cast. Mm. Like, he was the only one that I thought wasn't acting. Mm. You know what I mean? It was like, everyone else was like, oh, this is such bad acting. And he was just like the only natural yeah. guy there.
1: With the exception of the the Marvel films, he's, for me, he's made a very good career out of turning up in things, TV series, and be, being the only good actor in the room. He's done this before. He was in Prison Break. Okay. Um, and Although I've heard good things about that show. Oh, the show is great television, uh-huh. but there are
0: some awful. Awful, acts in it. <laughs> awful.
1: There are some good performances, to be fair. There are some good Nicolas Cage star scenery chewing performances. Okay. That aren't good acting, <clears throat> but are like amazing to watch. Great character performances. Right. And there are some good actors who are in there, you know, perhaps taking liberties, enjoying themselves. Right. Uh, William Fichtner is in them. For a long time, plays like one of the big baddies. Milton who's in a lot of things. He's he's very, very good. You know him William he's in Bill Fitchen, he's in a lot of things. Excellent actor. Um but for the most part it's pretty bad. Pretty bad see. Well, my wife is
0: oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I see. That Will Fitchner? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great character actor. Mm. Now, this is like him, um what's his face? Uh uh Oh crap! He was J. Jordan Jameson in the original uh, uh, Spider Man. Uh, oh, J.K. Uh, J. J. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. J.K. No. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yes, I almost <laughs> said J.K. Rowling actually. <laughs> I mean, to have like a career like him or Fitchner, yeah. where you are this character actor and you're in every, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh Oh, I can't remember his name now either. He's um. He's uh uh uh. crap! Uh, uh, he's in Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in the first season of uh, The Walking Dead. Um, oh, first season of The Walking Dead. Yeah, he's he's what's his face? His brother. Oh. um... Ah um, uh, yeah 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 yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Rondo is Rondo yeah, in Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. Yondo, 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 That's it. Hey, yeah, he yeah, yeah. his career has spanned so many, and he's been so. So many just great films. I he was, was in something a while ago, Young, and I was like, hey,
1: that's Wopper. He
0: Wabba. Uh, sea of Love. Did you see Sea of Love, Gal no. Pacino, no. and Ellen Barkin. Fantastic thriller. He's in it. Mm. And again, great, great character actor. He was in something else recently. He was young in it. Um, he was in He was in uh, with Stallone, Cliffhanger. That wasn't Is that, it either. You, that wasn't it either? That wasn't it either. Um,
1: what's his name? Young, dude. Yambo. Yeah, no. do and have to keep talking whilst I'm googling yes. or else it's not very interesting no. Michael Rooker why can't I remember his freaking Michael name Rooker. Michael Rooker
0: five for ten of course to have his freaking career would be just brilliant yeah he's been in like I said millions of things and he's a fantastic actor fantastic actor he's yeah he's he, he's very good and uh uh, it even lists here on the Wikipedia, like, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer in 86, Sea of Love in 89, uh, Days of Thunder in 90, in JFK, Cliffhanger, Mallrats even, and he was Merle Dixon in The Walking Dead and oh, yonder Mallrats, I don't know, interesting. So, maybe you saw him in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? That was in 86. No. That would have made, put him in his 30s. I mean, I would have seen him in Mallrats, <clears throat> but I, could, I don't remember him from Mallrats. Um, I never saw him around so I couldn't
1: do it. Uh, what has he been in that I saw him in as a young man?
0: <laughs> singing while I googled. Singing while I googled. <laughs> but, anyway. He, like, yes. Him, I mean, those career actor jobs, careers, they're fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's like, and you know, it's like, who cares if he's not the main star? Yeah. It's like... The story doesn't go without him. It, it, it's fantastic. But yes, what's-his-face, who's, who's who's in this, in the gates, uh, my guess is he's going to have a career like that, because he was in the sequel to, uh, what is it, The Purge. He plays, like, the senators. Uh, there's a senator who's trying to can't get The Purge, like it's the sequel to The Purge, you know, the movie where, like, one day, oh, a yeah. year, everybody gets to kill everybody. And she's the senator, and she's trying to repeal the law. And everybody's out to get her and kill her. Oh. And he's her bodyguard. He's in that movie. So he's getting, like, some bigger Who's roles. Who's this? Uh, what's this face oh, from okay. the gates? Uh, uh, no. Oh, Frank. Oh, Frank Gray. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I... It's, so the gates were... <sighs> predictably... Predictably, I should mm-hmm. say. Vampiric and werewolfish and witchy. It, it was, yeah, it was very much... Cliché.
1: Cliché. It was very much at the time Twilight was been huge. Yeah. 2010, this was yes. one season, 13 episodes. 13 episodes, So yeah. you can only presume it got cancelled mid-season. Yes. Actually, people, they don't make 13 episodes of something, do they, in America? Now they do.
0: Oh, they do? Yeah, all, all, the, all the, everything now that's like... Um, Either cable or particularly Netflix. Oh, yeah, they don't go more than thirteen episodes. Like, but that's it used to be. Ago, it used they... to be twenty four was yeah. the standard in the in U S. No, 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 no. In the U S. It was always no. twenty four. Hence, twenty four. It was the perfect season. Yeah. Right. So th- it was always twenty-four episodes. But that's an episode. That's pretty sure. Sh- but I mean, they figured out the formula because all sh- those ca- all those cable channels have now like become huge, or gotten huge followings because you know AMC with The Walking Dead, yeah, The Walking Dead, uh, um, uh, FX, you know, like with uh, what's it, Fargo, and all these shows. They don't put nearly as many seasons. I mean to watch that. I mean to watch the Fargo. Yeah. Because uh, what's his face? Yeah. Ewan McGregor's in the new season. Oh, he is? Yeah. Uh, he plays Twins. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they switched the format now in the US. Like... That was ABC. Okay. So it was an ABC show. Really? Yeah. It was ABC. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. I never even
1: heard of it. It was ABC from June 20th, 2010 to September 19th, 2010. The show was cancelled after its first season due to low ratings. Well, I,
0: I, seeing the acting, it doesn't surprise me. One Iota? Yeah, ABC. So it was. I guess it came. Uh... Wow. You know, and I've probably beat on this drum before. I can't believe. Well, I still can't believe Firefly that. never got a full season out of it. Yeah. And here's here's the more surprising fact to me about Firefly. Mm-hmm. Not so much because the acting on Firefly was very good, and it was a case of one of those things. Where the chemistry of everybody on set was excellent from episode one. Yeah, like I was a huge fan of Next Generation, and the first season was kind of wonky because they were still kind of trying to find their way because you know they're reviving a TV show from mm-hmm. the freaking '60s and will it work? Won't it work? You know, 20 years ago, and and, and you know, some of the writing but that's was
1: old. Now. That's what that, I find. That, I saw an episode of Next Generation recently, and I remember as a kid, the Next Generation feeling very, very modern yeah it was it was the pop culture hit at the time when i was a kid all Mm. the toys there were cars everything was next generation get everything Mm. and now it's really dated it's really looks of the 80s yeah really
0: yeah well i mean it started in 87 Mm. and then in 94. yeah so mm. but like i said firefly was one of those where the chemistry was instant yeah and I don't know if, if uh, Whedon pulled a Lucas and tested, like, you know, because, like, the legend is that Lucas didn't test individually. Yeah. He'd get, like, five people in a room your Chewbacca, your Obi-Wan, your, you know, Leia, your Luke, your Han Solo. Read and let me see what happens. And that's kind of how he put together who he put together. And I'm wondering if Whedon mm-hmm. did that or not. But, like I said, their chemistry was, like, fan-freaking-tastic. It was a bunch of newbies, right? Because nobody really. I mean Nathan Filling, you've seen him here and there, but uh, nothing like no, nothing big at that time. Right, uh, Alan Tudyk, same thing. Mm. Um, oh, I've seen him in. I mean, it
1: wasn't big, but he was in the Dodgeball film. Yeah, but that was after it was. Firefly. After
0: Firefly? Absolutely. Yeah, he was. He was a fire Arm. Yeah. Arm hey, yeah. <laughs> yes, he was a pirate. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was after Firefly. It was? I'm pretty sure. Sh- I, I feel
1: like that was a long time ago, that Dodgeball.
0: Well, Dodgeball. Uh, Alright, so now we have to look that up. Dodgeball <laughs> um, came out in Dodgeball Cast. Let's see. Dodgeball, Dodgeball, Dodgeball. 2004. Hmm. And Firefly, I believe, was like late 90s. No, it wasn't that early. 2002, maybe. Firefly, Firefly Music Festival twenty seventeen, very funny. Firefly Music Festival. Okay, <laughs> what is the Firefly Music Festival? What the hell? <laughs> it's popular. Okay, it's why it's not giving me the year. It's giving me everything but the freaking ah. September twentieth to December twentieth two thousand two. Two thousand two. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah, um, but like I said, there are certain, the there are certain, there are certain things, and we were actually, and, uh, Annie and I were talking about this the other day. Um, certain movies do so well because the chemistry is so fantastic on set. One of them being one of my all time favorites, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. And I saw an interview with John Carpenter, and he said, like, and somebody was like, oh, what about Big Trouble in Little China? And his face lights up, and he's like, that's the most fun I've ever had on the set. Yeah. Everybody has such a good time on this yeah. and it shows like, you know, they're all good. Ho- everybody's having fun and you can tell. Which is a rarity that I was about to say before
1: you brought that up, that generally the rule is, especially in films, I don't know about TV shows and I was going to suggest it's a, one of the reasons that Five was doomed to fail is that it seemed that everyone had a great time. It's, traditionally, it's in films. The films that people have a hard time on are the best. Uh, the ones that do well. Yeah. If you have, if it's hell on earth to do, Generally, they're the classics that everyone loves. You know why? Whereas the ones that everyone has a great time filming are terrible. I, I, I,
0: here, here's my capture theory to that. That's because the editor is awesome. Mm. Because let's face it, like the editor pretty much makes or breaks a film. Mm. And that's why there's only like a handful of like, there's maybe a dozen directors today yeah. that have final say. On what mm-hmm. the final cut is, yeah. Whereas the studio heads keep everything, and I think I don't know if we spoke about it on, on air, but I t- talked to you about um, what is it, uh, Studio Fifty Four, yeah. And it was a movie about a waiter in Studio Fifty Four, and it was basically this very homoerotic show, but they cut everything, and it was terrible, a huge flop. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who directed it finally got rights to it back, and we re- released his version that he wanted to go out. And it got all this critical acclaim, but you know, it's too late. You know, like the movie critics who were interested in watching it and they were like, It's a fantastic story. Yeah. But the other cut, all of the important bits were just like cut out and disjointed and everybody's like, this movie's stupid. What else is this movie about, you know, kinda
1: of thing? That's yeah, a lot of the a lot of the films I was thinking about that are tradition you know, thought of as having a terrible time or hard to make or whatever. they have had the same treatment. Director's cut, pockets now. Uh, Blade Runner, right. Godfather, right. all things that have had later iterations of cuts, right. where the has gone back and gone, Whoa um, that have had that situation. Yeah. Which is funny, all those films that have you know been hampered and disastered all the way through. Yeah. Godfather's a great example of a film that you know that it's always in everyone's top ten. But that was one of those films that was, you know, complete. Destined to, no one expected that to be there's There was a lot of that, like a lot of Spielberg films, Jaws. Yeah, Jaws. I mean, that is a film that, like, they realise on day one that the shark isn't usable. Like day one of the shoot, they get in the water. The they spent like they've spent like uh, a quarter of the entire budget of the film on this animatronic robot shark that they shove in the water and it breaks. <laughs> and then Spielberg's like, what? What's happened to the shark? And then like the guys who built were like, oh, whoa. It doesn't it work. work. It's going to work in the water. So you know, it's, it's, a, it's a machine, it's electric. He's like, what do you think we were gonna use it for? You're like, no way. And then but, they were like, he said, can you find me something? And they were like, okay, we can cobble this together. Did it, cobble together something that would work underwater. Effectively, pretty much what you—if you go to Universal Studios now on the ride—they right, right. did that. Right. Got it. And he was like, "This is awful." And in the original script of Jaws, Jaws appears in like the first page, and is in all the way through the whole film. Jaws, you know, because he's the main character. Right. he was originally, you know, it's a disaster. He's the centerpiece, and uh, he—I can't use this. There's no budget I can't go back. I can't get another shark. But what can I do? And then he famously he turns around to John Williams, and what makes him as John Williams when he was just a younger guy himself Uh and said, John, I need you to make me a shark. We can't build one. (laughs) It's down to you with the music to make me a shark. Right. And was like, that sounds like a challenge. And then all of a sudden, and then, no robot shark, just John Williams' music and then, you know, halfway through the film, he turns up and then he's only in it for like, Two three scenes, the whole thing, and yep. it's very brief. Yep. And the seconds he's in it, I mean, if you pause it now and you see it, it looks terrible. Right. But it's because they were like, okay, we're going to have them. literally like two or three scenes are going to happen. And then when we have it, anytime he pops up, there's, it's either going to be incredibly scary and dramatic, so yep. you're not paying attention, right. or there's going to be lots of blood, yep. seven limbs, yep. and no one cares what the Right, right. is.
0: And yeah. it's gross. Ooh, I, Star Wars. Yeah. Everyone thought it was going to be an abject disaster, and turned out to be like for years the highest grossing movie of all time, mm. right? Well, First what, film
1: to make a hundred million.
0: Yeah, what debunked it finally, like in terms of money that it made? I think- Was it like one of the Terminators? I think it was Back to the Future, I think. Was it Back to, oh, was it Back to the Future? mm E.T., yeah. e. one of them. It might be an E.T. Oh, maybe, maybe. But it's, it, it- They were both the biggest films. But like I said, uh, Firefly, like I said, it was, uh, the chemistry was so good. Um, On that entire cast, Gina Torres, who was, I don't know if they show that in the UK, but there was this like really cheesy like sci-fi show here called Cleopatra 2525. I didn't watch it, but I remember the primary It was like the same production studio that like did Hercules and Xena. Yeah. And it was Cleopatra 2525 and there was something else. And and she was in that. Oh, I used to love Xena. Oh, Xena was fantastic. It was such a good flock. Oh, yeah. She was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I loved, I loved when she come on. She came on uh, David Letterman and talked about how like people in they weren't showing it in New Zealand yet. they were showing it to American audiences, mm-hmm. and people were like, well, what do you do? You know, because she'd go to the ATM to get some cash. They're like, what do you do? She's like, oh, I'm an exotic dancer. And they were just like, oh, all right, do <laughs> you know, not explaining that. know, like nobody like paid her any It's like, no, it's Lizzie Lawless. Oh my goodness, you know, which I have to say, she was like way hotter in Battlestar Galactica than in Xena. I didn't watch <gasps> You didn't see the real bands or I didn't. So you don't think that this TV show, The Gates, was really about a gated swinger community?
1: <sighs> well, I, I don't know why you would think of me so low that I would perhaps even suggest such a I, such a terrible. My
0: movie. my apologies, my apologies. I I don't know where I got that idea from either. I don't know. I don't know either.
1: I I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I I I mean, I didn't see any evidence of that personally. I don't think that that was the case too.
0: You know what? You're you're absolutely right. But, um, oh wait wait a minute, someone's at the door. Hold on. Open no? the door. See who's here. Oh. I uh, got Get out of the way, Laura. Quigley! Come forth and say plainly what you mean to say. Oh, it's,
1: um, uh, who is this, this person? uh,
0: Quigley, if you don't (laughs) recognize Sean Connery, I am going to pop you right in the fucking mouth. Oh,
1: sorry, Sean. I mean, you must be, what, 96,
0: 97 now? So, I can still dance a (laughs) jig, you bastards.
1: Yes, I mean, uh, listeners, Sean Connery has arrived into the studio yes, um, entirely naked, which is not, as I said, he's an old man. He's an older man. So, sure. says,
0: you're dead. so you dare to pull your pants he's down? He's a confident man. Pull your not trousers ah, down. Get, ah, pull get, your ah, trousers no, down. Let's see ah, what you've no, got, man. Ah, I don't. Ah. Yes, exactly. Ah. Don't come God. to a gunfight with a knife oh, like a typical my Irishman. God. That is, oh no that,
1: I, I I'm I'm equally in equal parts humiliated and just um, just well,
0: confused. Just so we make it clear. Be a man when you're on the show, would you? Oh. it. I'm out of here. I, wow, that was oh. That was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Ah, uh, it's wow!
1: I'm speechless. That was so bad. Uh, yeah. It, well, you know, I mean, what, what, what can you do? I hope somebody. I hope he gets help. I don't. hope there's someone out there. That can someone. Look after someone.
0: Uh, yeah. Someone. Uh, oh crap! Uh. uh, someone else is at the door. Oh, Excuse me. How me you see? What? What? Oh, Listen, Idris, you can't come in. Idris, come. Uh, Idris! Well, Alright, I was just looking, uh. I was just looking for, uh. Have you seen, uh. Have you seen a naked elderly gentleman walking around here? Oh, it's, Jesus. It just. Why. Why would you be looking for a naked elderly man? It, it doesn't just, matter what you think. It's okay. important. Okay? Would you happen to have been hanging out with Sean Connery by any chance? Were you guys drinking again? Maybe. Oh, for God's sakes. Just, just... He went out. uh, I don't know where he is. Please go get him before he gets arrested. And if you see Connolly anywhere, keep him with you guys, all right? This podcast has gotten out of control enough already. Okay. All right, thank you.
1: Lock the fucking door, will you?
0: Yeah, you know, what? good idea. Yeah, hey, why don't I lock the door?
1: (sighs) Anyway, um... Yeah. So let's get down to the meat and bones of this show. Yes, yes. Which I think is fairly... uh, When I look at it in the grand scheme, when I tie all these pieces together... We're talking about the gates? uh, The gates. Uh Uh-huh. I think it makes sense. The community... Yes. I think is focused around... Magical beings? I was going to say... A school of
0: sex oh By magical beings well uh, because obviously we've we found three types of people living here mm. so it's a little bit of a sword and sorcery Benetton if you, you will you have because you have well you plus so
1: your bears. and you, you have your bears you got your twinks with a vampire <laughs> you got your uh, you got your post-op witches.
0: Did they all arrive from Sweden? <laughs> Why are they post-op? Why can't they be pre-op? What? Well, hey, I mean, maybe, maybe they're just very put together to me. They did look fantastic. If they're post-op, congratulations to those ladies. Mm. What? It's a shame they canceled it because they're stuck around for like six, seven years. Mm. They could have gotten a uh, 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 Caitlyn Jenner on there, man. That would have been. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, she'd have she'd have been perfect on that track, yep. track and field. <laughs> absolutely, you had yeah right. yes. that absolutely right. Yes, that would have worked well. And 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 and, Kanye could have been a werewolf, and Kim could have been a werewolf, or she could have been a vampire.
1: Yeah, I mean, she could have, uh, I mean, what is, you know, what is she, she's not, I mean, she's not related to Jenna, I mean, what yeah. she, she's, uh, she's just not, you know, she, she's nothing is
0: she? But she's, isn't she related to OJ, because like, OJ, oh, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. isn't Chloe like OJ's daughter or something like that? Yeah, uh, something like that. Something like that.
1: Yeah, well, anyway, so I think, uh, I think a school? it's a school Bears. for sex. Okay. okay. Um, what kind of sex? well i mean uh, i mean I is think it that's Furby's? the reason it's a school uh, oh uh, I think oh, oh they're f- trying to find their way
0: yeah I think there's, so i don't think the world was a bear uh, i think they're furbies furbies yeah i think they're furbies they're, and i the, think the, you're the fr- right the twinks are the vampires
1: is that what you call the, fl- the fluffies fluffies the fluffies is that the same as fluffies it's a oh, furries, sorry fairies furries fairies? Furbies? furries furbies I'm getting my, uh, my terminology the, confused. Well,
0: you put on a big furry outfit. And yeah. You, okay, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. Furries. Uh, furries? Furbies? Furries. Furbies. Okay. Furbies were actual toys, I think. Yeah, actually, they, they you could, that um, were like gremlins. You can
1: yeah. They
0: were little birds yeah. that you could s- They were pretty much on. gremlins, and I don't know how they didn't get sued by the movie studio. Um, the Furbies were pretty much gremlins, like literally off the T off the movie. They.
1: Hmm. yeah uh, I, uh, it was one of th- I, I, I've lots some memories of Furby's out, and I don't know what happened to Furby I think it just kind of stopped.
0: They, like they were basically like so many, they were the toy of the year like Tickle Me Elmo was like the thing to have mm. and it was like people were literally like selling kidneys to get a freaking Tickle Me Elmo which was like, oh. cool. it stops working mm. after six months, who cares Yeah. Well,
1: when I was a kid it was uh, Teletubbies
0: Teletubbies were huge. When I was a
1: kid, I mean, it was when I was, it was when my little brother was like a kid, like a toddler. Right. So I was a little older. Um, I can't remember what my kid thing was when I was a kid kid. I can't remember what that. How old?
2: Craze was.
1: Wait, you were what, five when you, in 94 or something like that? Yeah, mid-90s, early mid-90s.
0: I want to say Barney was the big thing back then. Barney was big.
1: But toy craze, I don't, there weren't any Barney sort of toys. I'm trying to think. There was something. Mm. What was it? Well, everyone used to have. I don't know if you had them here. We used to have these things called the uh, Mighty Max. Were like, and there were, the girls had Polly in my pocket. Polly. were these little like plastic little. It was like a, it was a plastic thing that opened up, and then there were little figures in and little thing. What were they Action related man, to sex? I don't know. I'm trying. To ask, what was? This? Were they sexy? at least? No, they weren't very sexy. Oh, how very un-European! Yeah, they, they weren't that sexy. Um, I guess I mean, Action Man was that big when I was a kid. Okay, a- do you you don't have Action Man here? do Not that I, I know. G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe, English version of G.I. Joe is Action Man. Oh, okay. Action Man. You know what? oh no, oh, what am I talking about? Oh. When I was a kid, yeah. When I was Ninja Turtles.
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um. He-Man... Well, okay, that's a bit later than here. He-Man was big here in the mid-80s.
1: Yeah, well, the toys... The The TV TV show was still on. um, And the toys were big. I had, you know, I had Skeletor's Castle. Right, 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 right. right. Um, Ghostbusters... Ghostbusters toys are a bit rare. Ghostbusters. And then the other... the, the The big original one from my time period, as well as Turtles,
0: was... Power Rangers, that was the big one. Ah, yes, 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 that's right. Yeah, that's right.
1: Power Rangers, that was the big one. Yeah, the toys huge, Where you they yeah. built together and came yeah, apart. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, when I was a kid, it was Transformers, G.I. Joe, He-Man, Voltron. Which, yep. you know, they did a remake on Netflix and I got into the first five minutes and I had to turn it off. Oh. Because they literally didn't change anything from it from back in the 80s. It was terrible. Yeah. I... Like every, even like the whole, oh, oh, you know, that like anime, like, oh, and like, yeah. The ah oh, expression is like 30 seconds of, oh, 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 yeah. you know, I was uh, like, oh, yeah, I can't watch this.
1: And then Pokemon, it's Gift Pokemon a little bit as I got a little Poke- longer when oh, I was, back was 10, yeah, Pokemon, 19, was... 10, Pokemon. later. 11, 12. That Pokemon got big. And then it's Yo-Yos. When I was about 12, 13, the big screw. The, the first thing I remember being conscious of not just being got for me, but I was like, God, I've got myself, everyone was having was yo-yos. I don't know if it was here, but when I was at age 12 to 13, there was a big yo-yo thing where everyone had fancy yo-yos with brains. Yo-yos that would come back and do all these tricks. Yo-yos
0: were huge. See, part of it is because I like spent a big chunk of the 80s in the former Yugoslavia. So I don't know what was here in like the early 80s. But in the 70s, yo-yos were huge in the States. I know. 70s, okay. In the 70s, so yo-yos were huge were in, the in the States.
1: In the Sk- ever, skating was a big thing in the 90s. Skateboarders. Oh, skateboarders. that was huge in the 70s in the US. Oh, yeah? yeah. It's funny if it works. Yeah. And rollerblading.
0: Yeah, rollerblading. rollerblading became huge here in the 90s.
1: So. the idea of seeing any kid now rollerblading can't think of anything less cool <laughs>
0: when i was young that was like the coolest <laughs> thing <you laughs> could oh. yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah yeah because guys would like jump on down the rails like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. now like oh my god i could imagine you know what sooner or later someone's going to pick them up again and start doing them, and the kids are going to be like oh let me try and because yeah. they used to have the rollerblades that would have the brake yeah like sticking up and you could like the brake you would attach the brake to your like belt yeah. and then you'd like pull on the brake and it would break your, yeah, had all sorts of nonsense like that. And then they but, bought the micro scooters, they were silly. Semi- yeah, the Razors. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they kind of, they kind of come and go in popularity. Mm. It's, it seems to be more geared now towards like a certain age group. Like when kids are like anywhere between like three and seven, mm. the Razor scooters are like the thing and then they go graduate to bicycles and then, you know.
1: I remember having one of those little silly Razor scooters. And everyone going on about how cool it was, but remembering how difficult it was to get up any sort of consistent speed. The things could not maintain a speed at all. <laughs> it would it would go down to zero, in like very very after after a push. Ah, oh, there was like no talk <laughs> on this thing. And it, and I, I remember having one, and I was in a group of friends that like was a birthday party, and it maybe was like I mean, it was probably like a night 10th birthday, and we wore these razor scooters. With well, the first iteration. And yeah, everyone thought it was so cool. And then I remember this guy whose birthday it was, his little sister had a scooter in uh-huh. the back garden that was a, a, a more old-fashioned scooter with three wheels that had like pink tread, like the proper tread tires right, on it, right, it with right. spokes and everything right, right, right. and handlebars. And I remember getting on it and being like, Jesus Christ, this <laughs> is a scooter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this thing can
0: go. <laughs> Speaking it's of which, your own see you—you yeah. you were probably living in the gates, and they were recruiting you to be a twink. Is what mm. was happening there? See. See. it was a setup, yeah.
1: <laughs> and anyone that knows me would know that I very much maintained my twink.
0: Yes. Uh, How could you not? So now I'm of sure the twink. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If anybody's a vampire in this room, it's you, quickly. Yeah. Thank you.
1: <laughs> oh, that's my accent. I don't think we mentioned that about the show that they were English, the vampires.
0: Yes, that's right. The two vampires were English. They were English, yeah. Yes, they had an English accent because, of Mm. course, vampires all speak with a British accent. Yes, like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. (laughs) Marion.
1: That's right. Yeah. It's me, Robin of (laughs) Locksley.
3: That's right.
0: Marion, we got to get all these people out of here. Where's the cornfield? I got to build a baseball field. Uh, Okay, thank you, Robin Hood. (laughs) Yeah. And Sean Connery was. Wait. Oh. Okay, Okay, he didn't hear. And Sean Connery was in that movie, too. He was.
1: That was actually one of my favourite Sean Connery performances. Really? Yeah. When he was Richard? Mm hmm. My mum loved that film, and it was a very cool character. He turns up Right. I think that was the first cameo I remember ever seeing that I knew was a cameo. Because I knew him from James Bond. Right. And in my mind as a kid, it was Bond, and then that. I think the only two things I seen Connery in when I saw Chris Thiebs was like, Doctor No, See, and then Richard Linehan. To me,
0: to me, and people are gonna laugh. To me, the ultimate Connery, where like to me he's like he's a great actor, mm. was um, the Last Crusade, Indiana Jones. Oh, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. like he went through that. Like w- once he was in uh, the Untouchables. Mm. There were like all these movies, and uh, uh, I think Craig Ferguson does a stand-up about it. It's like, you're an actor, or you're a movie star. It's like, and Sean Connery was a movie star, because of everything, it was like, I'm Sean Connery, and I am an Irish flatfoot in Chicago, and I will yeah. bust you up. And then, hello, I'm a Russian she-captain, and a she submarine captain, and I will defect to the U.S. And it was just like, everything was like, yeah, Sean Connery's all and then... I'm he was a just Spaniard. like. I'm, right. I, oh, I'm a Highlander, but I'm Spanish and Egyptian. You can't get it straight, <laughs> even yeah. though I speak with a Scottish accent. And it's like, and all these things. And then he was like this bumbling professor in Indiana Jones. And it was like, that role to me was like, it was written for him. Yeah. It's like, I can't imagine anyone doing that role the way he did. Mm. Like the disapproval of everything Harrison Ford did, you know, the very uptight Christianity of him you know, the properness of him, the whole nine yards.
1: There was a story, I forgot what it was, there was a story with that I can't believe when I said what I did before that like I didn't think of that because that, Indiana Jones, anyone that knows me knows that that's my, Indiana Jones is my favourite thing ever. When I was a kid, that was my favourite series so films and sort of more than anything right. I knew... Specifically, Last Crusade, you know, you for work Yeah, as yeah. Kids, um, it was my favorite of the three. I
0: cut school to see, uh, high school to see, uh, Last Crusade because oh, oh, yeah? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It probably came out the same year as uh, Prince of Thieves, actually. not it, it,
0: it, it, around the same time frame for sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: It was like 89, 90.
0: Yeah, Something Last Crusade like was like eighty-nine.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, Short. Sure, I feel, Yeah, I was going to say. I think the role of that there was a weird person. Supposed to be for that. There was. There's a story about that. Um,
0: Henry Jones. Henry Jones Senior. What, like on set or yeah. or in a script or?
1: No, I, I, originally when it was written, I mean, there's something. It, I forgot what the trivia is. There was something there whereby the it was either yes, it was Richard Finn specifically, or he was. It was someone else was supposed to play him originally, and it was a weird choice of person. Um, oh, dear, what is what is that awful? Ah, whatever. This isn't good podcast. So I'll figure out. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it, it, it's something along the lines of he was supposed to be in like the original film or something.
0: Oh, like, in in Raiders of the Lost Ark. No. no.
1: What is it? What am I, I mean, thinking? Raiders
0: of the Lost Star came out in eighty one.
1: I think what I'm thinking, maybe one that I don't like, think. At this, that point, like Connery think, was like washed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think this is it. But I know that this is additional tribute that I know that did happen, is that they were set they were going to do a fourth one pretty soon after The Last Crusade. Oh, oh I and know. and he was gonna feature pretty heavily he was yeah, featured pretty heavily in the script. Uh-huh. Lucas had written the script and they wanted and they needed Connery back. And this is back in the good old days when people had some sort of integrity in the movie mm-hmm. world and they said we're gonna do another one connery said not interested loved doing the film i i, I don't think i should be any others i think that's it that's i think that's keep it at that right and they went okay and just didn't make the film right like, he's not in we, we okay. can't,
0: yeah there's no point um and then they made that awful garbage yeah. steaming garbage fire that was the fourth one oh, they making- and then working another one, yeah. Oh, it's no. very upsetting the whole it night. It's
1: one of the last films I can remember seeing John Hurt in. well, which makes it worse. Yes,
0: this is true. <sighs> so, to conclude, The Gates, we pretty much know what's going to happen in the rest of that show, even though yeah. it got canceled. It's going to be. This is this is my take on it, and then you uh-huh. can give us your take on it. Um. The sheriff is going to discover that the town is full of witches, vampires, and werewolves. Mm. And he's going to find out that the reason they live in the gates is because otherwise they're going to be an extinct species. Mm. And he's going to run cover when the government comes around snooping around.
1: Your take? My take mm. is that the police chief is mm-hmm. going to find out that the places, the witches... By uh, rules, mm-hmm. and that is going to lead him mm-hmm. to feel comfortable mm-hmm. to come out it's his true self, huh? which is a sexy sorcerer. Ah, or perhaps. And he becomes a, a headmaster cheeky of cheeky wizards. And he becomes the headmaster of the sex school. <laughs> he's a cheeky wizard. I mean, he is a randy warlock.
0: So what you're saying is, he's Dumbledore.
1: He. <laughs> he. <laughs> And he, he was thrown out of his last
0: asylum
1: because his he was too attitude He has too big of a magic wand.
0: Oh, too much sass. Too big of a magic wand. He was waving around everywhere. Okay, okay. I won't at that. I just couldn't. I'll, I'll accept that. That's what I'm thinking. That's a, I, I will accept that as an explanation for what's going, uh-huh. going on mm. here. I think that's...
1: And Wills and, and the, the giraffes and the vampires uh-huh. are, will all come together. <laughs> Did you just say giraffes? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, will, they will put aside their differences yes. and It will all be settled uh-huh. in the season finale. Because of the courage Which of the sheriff? A, yeah. Uh-huh. And the big magic wand. And a big magic wand. And he will cast the spell. Uh huh. And there and will be snow be sprinkles for everyone. A big magical mm, S- orgy. Snowstorm, if you will. A big snowstorm. Uh-huh. And it will be bears, twinks, and wolves, and vamps,
0: and there will be blood and other stuff. See, now when you go home, I'm going to go right to the last episode to watch that because that's fully what I'm going to be expecting. <laughs> I
1: think that's what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, And
1: and what actually in the last frame uh will be like one unsuspecting person of the town who's not involved in any of this Mm -hmm. who just walks in on the whole thing and just like looks and like goes back in his house shrugs and go
0: Mm and he goes (laughs) (laughs) I like it I yeah so there you go folks that's what that show is about the gates yeah so what would we give the gates on a scale of one to five.
1: Based on the premise, that most my premise or, or your about. premise?
0: Uh, on your premise, it's a fucking five. Well, that goes without saying. Yeah. On my premise, it's mm. like one and three quarters. I'd say mm. two tops. Two, even. Mm. I'd say two. It's very of its time, 2010.
1: If this was the first year of me having Netflix, mm. and I had all the time that I seem to remember that I had. Yes. When Netflix first came out, then I I give it maybe a three. I've seen myself watching all 13 episodes of this right. just because. Just because, right. Because right. they were like, you know, there were like out. 20 yeah. things on Netflix. Yes, yes. Um, but now, in the age that we live in now and all the variety there is, yeah. it's like, Netflix is like a fucking garbage bin yes. of just stuff. You just root through it and you've got yeah. everything in there. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's, a, I think it's just like a, barely a one a one.
0: one. Okay, so you're even less generous than I am. Okay, yeah. all right. Now to the nitty gritty. Pancho's burritos. Your chicken mole burrito. What score do you give that? I I give that mm-hmm. a. Well, keep in mind the spicy fries were grating separately. Okay. Yeah.
1: This okay. The spicy mole burrito. I your, would. Chicken mole burrito. I would give it mm-hmm. a. I would give it a.
0: 3.9. 3.9. Okay. 3. That's fair. 9. All right. That's the crispy chicken burrito. That's, yeah, that's kind of where I'd put it. 3.9 to mm-hmm. a 4. Yeah. That, I, I would go for that. The spicy fries, even though French fries never travel well. Yeah. They, I have to say this for them. They season them perfectly. Yes. It's the perfect amount of spice. It's just enough to get some heat in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And not enough to like burn afterwards. Yeah. And with it, it really works with the potato. I would give those fries like a four and a half.
1: I'd give them that strong, but because they haven't, like, because so many people in the world have not figured out how to package fries for takeout, there is that. It's not a fucking science. Right. Just like put. Put know, them in a bag. Put them in a bag or like, vent it out. Give it yeah. some ventilation. Yeah. Uh, because of that, I have to give them like. Three point three or something. Okay,
0: but but to be
1: fair, if I had them in the restaurant, in the fresh, restaurant, in the restaurant, then yeah, I'd say four and a half. They were four very tasty. Yes. They were very well seasoned. Yes.
0: Um, it's just a shame when. Yeah, bread because bread. French fries just don't travel. Yeah, they just don't. Okay, and now for so we got a, a, a takeout three point three in restaurant four and a half for the mm-hmm. fries, and oh. I, I I agree with actually both of those. Yeah. And now, dogfish heads Midas touch ancient L. What do you say to that? This is a. Uh,
1: this see, this, I now have to think about this because five is like a perfect. Five is the perfect. Oh, it's perfect is the perfect so, drink for me. This is. Uh, this was like a four point one. Okay,
0: that's I that's fair. It. That's I, fair. I I, I, very I nice. I, I, I would. I would have probably put it at a four point two five. So mm. that that that's fair. Yes. Because a five is just like the kind of beer that you want to drink every day for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. if I
1: find a five, then I should be just drinking that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so and, and yeah. I found fives, and that's the good thing about I have. beer. I found fives, but then, but then they don't fives anymore. Like be- beers that when I first drank were fives. Yeah. They're now not the same. I like not fives.
0: Well, that's that's because the, 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 especially the, the the craft brew thing is evolving so much. Mm. The guys, you didn't have it. The Dortmunder. I don't know if you had the Dort, their Dortmunder. Yes, I did. Did you have a Dortmunder? Their Dortmunder to me was like close to a five. Because mm. it was just it was just such a plain, nice lot. Mm. You know, and when I say plain, it doesn't mean it was like devoid of taste or flavor. It was very flavorful. It was very rich the whole night. But it was just so... It's There are certain beers that I will drink on a hot day because they will actually... Thir- quench my thirst. Yeah. You know, whereas a lot of beers are like, this won't quench my thirst. No. Because it's a little too alcoholic, it's a little too sweet, it's mm. a very, very nice beer. I, wintertime, this is the beer to have. Yeah. But a, on a hot summer's day, mmm, mm. not really the beer to have, you know? It's yeah. kind of like, you get a really nice, crisp, dry cider. You'll drink that all day on a hot day. And in the wintertime, it's like, oh, that's kind of nice, but you know, not what you're looking for. Mm. The Dortmunder to me was just about the perfect beer but that's them but like you said i i fully i like i said i said 4.25 for the minus touch 4.1 i i really don't have any fault with that
1: yeah I'd, yeah i could add that because that's and that's maybe being a little uh, a li- i could be maybe more generous with it. it i did enjoy it a lot and when i consider you know eight nine percent yes for that abv
0: it's super smooth
1: um it's very smooth i'm to just be a little like nitpicky like to get it a little more for me it would have been like a 4.4 if there'd have been a little bit more complexity in the taste like if it had been a little more because as much as i appreciate that something's really light and it's nine percent i kind of want to feel it i want to taste it i feel i want to if it's, such, if it's a stronger beer, there's a part of me I want to have a bit of a kick. Like, yes, Ooh, yeah. I
0: actually believe if this was a little more heavily carbonated, I'd mm-hmm. give it a higher grade. This one in particular, yeah. because yeah. the sweet, the sweet works better to me with the carbonation mm-hmm. when you're putting in the sweet flavors. So if you don't, you know, it's like ah, it's not carbonated enough, or at least you like you want to nitro it, mm-hmm. you know, like a Guinness. Yeah, and then it's like creamy, and then it kind of feels like you're having a malt beverage as opposed, you, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, this one, I think if it was, for me, if it was more carbonated, I'd probably give it a higher grade. But you know, uh, 4.2 is nothing to sneeze at. No. And it's not bad, and that's the thing, it's like, it's such a steep curve mm-hmm. to me for beers. Like a 3.2, a 3.5 is a perfectly acceptable beer. Yeah. You know.
1: Oh yeah, and, and you know, and most family barbecues or events I go to, I'm stuck with a two and a half or like two and a half. if that yeah Stuck yeah. with like oh you have a Heineken light a okay, Miller well, light like, yeah <laughs> okay yeah I thanks I'll have that then I guess <laughs> yeah right. the option of like yeah cause light you know this yeah. or I
0: don't well, go for the one thing that is American I guess <laughs> <laughs> so alright so that's our review folks for the gates we should you should go see especially if you're looking for a good sex school to enroll into mm. um Punches burritos, it's, you know, we got a 3.9 and, and, and actually two 3.9s, 3.3 on the fries, but if it's in restaurant, we're pretty sure it'd be a 4.5.
1: I'm, I'm also sure that the burrito, if it was in restaurant, yes, would be better as well. They'd have, of course, they'd because be it, garnished, they'd have done more with it. Yes, and I it liked was, it. it was piping very, hot. It was, it was very tasty. It was very tasty. It was very full. They packed it with yes, stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and very was, big meal. It was a lot of stuff in it, which was good. Yep. I like that. But you know, little things like you know. Cilantro the protein, on the uh, side, yeah. Exa- yeah. If I'd have gone to like a what do you call it? Not um, what's the place where they do burritos where you go and get them, and then you, and you, on the side you get uh, what's it? Uh, botulism. Um, Taco Bell. <laughs> no. um, what's it? The one with the. Uh, uh, with the Chipotle. Uh, yes. Oh <laughs> Yes. I was trying to think of the other poisoning. Okay. Um, oh. Not botulism. Um, whatever they had. Yeah. Uh, raw eggs and yes. chicken. Um. They uh, yeah, like you go to a Chipotle and um, no one's accusing them of being high cuisine, but the, with the options you get, you can get you know a Yeah, yes, And, yes, yes, and yes. by the end of it, once you spent, you know thirty two dollars on a single burrito, yeah. you do have an incredibly complex. Yes, beer. yes. Which yes, this yes. was half full. This was very, this tasty. Is very full, was very, very tasty, plain, very simple. Yes. Um, but,
0: however, we will say this, because we both went into the place to pick up the food. Yeah. It's a great place.
1: Yeah, great the atmosphere. The
0: ambiance, yeah. yeah, great atmosphere to have a nice bar, big c- to to go wrong, though. To be fair, I've noticed it. Mex-
1: Any Latin-themed restaurant, whether Cuban, Mexican, whatever, right. you just pump up the, you know, the the music. A little, little bit louder. Island. Yeah, the island music, you put on, you know.
0: Hey, man, it works. And it
1: works. Because
0: you right? feel you're on your vacation, and that's what works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, that's 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 our show this time, folks. So uh, two thumbs up on the Pancho's burritos. We both uh, really enjoyed the dogfish head minus touch, and right. the gates was um, you might want to lock those. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, or depending on if you my take,
0: then maybe yes. You want to enroll? You want to watch it on yeah. your own? Oh, yeah. maybe, um, maybe with friends. Maybe friends or two. Mm. Uh-huh. All right, folks. Thanks again for listening. This is episode nine. What's going on here? My name is Tomo Loverick. Sean Quickie, you want to say bye to the good folks? I like bye from good folks. <laughs> See you next time, folks. Bye.